the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read well, we cold read works we read by you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the the writer. We want you to send in your work and the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything: pilots, yeah. screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission, not plural, plural at coldreadradio.com. It's recording. <laughs> oh, I, th- I, was <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I was waiting for the spirit to move me. Oh, um, I drank a like voice drink. This morning. I don't know what that means. So my throat was a little bit like, I don't know. I just had a weird, because of the dryness, like yeah. it causes me to be very congested okay. and like weird, weird voice in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, But I drank this like drink that a lot of like VO people have suggested okay. on different threads. So I gave it a try. It tastes real nasty, but it does work. It's cool. Apple cider vinegar, hot water, lemon, and honey. Ooh, and it smells like feet. Yeah, and it's how much do you have to drink? Like six ounces? Like a little glass? Yeah. Okay, not a huge thing, but it's more than you want to drink. It does like you can feel it working because it does like burn away all the shit that's like on your throat, and then it also just like makes it smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was noticing that Buffy was sounding a little sick in uh, checkpoint. Yeah, true. She, she was a little, a little the, tickle. The yeah. She's like, what does that mean, Giles? <laughs> uh, maybe she was cold. She's cold? <laughs> she had a sick voice. Oh. Uh, it's going to be one of those days. Yeah, this is, listen, we're tired. Also hungry. Yeah, we're both hungry. Should we eat some meatball subs? Your I eyes got so big. I know. I was like, can we Postmates to the booth? Oh, what a dream. That would be the dream. Interrupt the Doctor Who show that's shooting. In yeah. The- in the next room. In the next room and just like. Like we need crafty. <laughs> oh my God. Or like a fat sal sandwich. Oh, I could do that. You know what I I ate at Providence last night? Yeah. You're eating at fancy places all the time now. Yeah. This okay. is your life. This is my new life. I feel different. Uh, it was very, very, very good. Um, but I did wake up like kind of full still. Oh, cool. From dinner. Yeah. Um, and then so I had like a little bit of a green smoothie in the mm-hmm. morning. But. Nothing. Usually, I like to have like real some food. kind of protein. Yeah, I'm usually chomping on a mac dough. Yeah, yeah. Sausage McMuffin with egg. You like McMuffin, no ham. Yep, that's my jam. That's what she likes. Um, I had one this morning. You it did? was good. Yeah, it uh, was really good. Yeah. Um, but I yesterday I did the thing where you kind of forget to eat. Ugh. Yeah. And then I ate. Oh, it was actually okay. So I had improv practice in the morning and then I went to a friend's birthday that was at Angel City Brewery mm-hmm. which is downtown and they don't serve food at all there just beers um, but sometimes there's food trucks so I was like I kept seeing the food trucks but it kept never <laughs> being like the right time yeah. and so I didn't eat at the food truck until 6pm no. <gasps> yep and then even then the food truck didn't look that good so I split a sandwich oh my god so I ate half I'm of so a okay should we pause because Literally double check the calendar. Okay. That would be kind of amazing if we cut it. I'm going to check the calendar. Okay. Should I? I can 
I'm going to pause. Do you hear that? That's the sound of satisfied hosts. Yeah. Look, do do we sound different? Because I feel different. I would like the energy in here oh was God. like a wet blanket that you like put in the basement and you forgot oh, there was about mildew. it. Mm-hmm. It and was you not shook good. it out and there was like a puff. Oh, oh, get a get a gas mask on. Oh my God. But we fed ourselves. Yeah, we got some iced tea. Mm-hmm. We had little sandwiches. We had our iced tea. We had chips because the sandwiches weren't going to be ready fast enough and we needed food now. Yeah. Um, it felt great. Yeah. Thank you, Sunset Grill. Thank you, Sunset Grill. Oh, I do recommend Sunset Grill to people. Like, if you're a listener and you're on Sunset, it is economical. It is so economical. <laughs> it's economical. It's good food. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the fastest. If you see anyone else in there <laughs> sitting and they don't have their food, it will take you 35 minutes <laughs> to get your food. But if you're the first pe- person, 15, maybe. 15, I do think that they prioritize delivery. They do. Because the delivery guy will come in and out. Boom, 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 boom. He, they, they've got all those tickets printed out. Yeah. They're not your tickets. They're not your tickets. Your ticket was handwritten. Was handwritten. It will have its time. Yeah. It is not now. Um, But yeah. And there's a song about it. Hmm? Down at the Sunset Grill. <laughs> it's a Don Henley song. It's a real song. You're making a face Seriously? Yeah. There's a real song about that place where we just had lunch. Well, we didn't have, we got it to go. It's but. not that place. Uh-huh. It's not about that place. He lived place. up in the hill. Yeah. He used to walk down. Ryan, are you fucking with me? No, I would never. Ryan. If you, if you look at the walls, we've been in this place. They have Don Henley pictures in there. They have a big a thing that's, there's one that's a newspaper clipping about how it's the Sunset Grill. Then there's Ryan. also, I think there's a, not a golden record, but there's like a thing that says a the golden song. <laughs> okay, Ryan. it might not be the golden record, but it's like an LP on the wall. Ryan, no, I'm not messing with Are you at all. You're You've gaslighting been, me. I would never <laughs> gaslight you. It's crazy that you would think I would gaslight you. Yeah, uh, if you think I'm gaslighting you, you've got another problem. Your brain. Damn. No, it, it is the Sunset Girl. Yeah. Ryan, I'm telling you, it's true. I mean, I don't know that the ownership is the same. Here's the thing. It's the same spot. Yeah. And it's called the Sunset Grill. If you go upstairs at the Sunset Grill, Mm -hmm. you will notice that there's like half of it is seating right now. And then half of it looks like maybe at one point it was a bar or something cool. Yeah. I wonder if when Don Henley wrote that song, the upstairs was cooler. Yeah. Because right now it's a pretty bleak place. Yeah. It's kind of a hole in the wall. Uh That serves pretty decent like to go diner food. food. Yeah. Yeah. And I shouldn't even call it diner food because that would be too limiting. Yeah, sandwiches, breakfast, omelets, pasta, uh, (laughs) uh, burgers, pitas, pitas, uh, fruit salads, smoothies, smoothies, juices, juices, chips, chips, uh, drinks. They do charge you 40 cents if you use a card for less than $10. Yeah. Which most most of the time it is less than $10 because it's so cheap. cheap. It's the danger. So bring cash or um, a friend or a friend. The egg salad sandwich on sourdough is very very very, very it's a hell mouthy favorite yeah they will name it the hell mouthy sandwich when we are super famous and then we'll have a golden record <laughs> i'm telling you there's like a thing okay fine okay jeez louise uh, guys uh, if you know the truth please please tell us uh welcome to hell mouthy my name is ryan mogi i'm one of your hosts <laughs> 
just love how much it scandalizes you. <laughs> I'm another one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. Um, and today we are going to talk about two episodes of the fifth season, Checkpoint and Blood Ties. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's something that we have to talk about. What? Right off. What? Okay, so we open. Mm-hmm. We're at Buffy's house, Summer's living room, hanging out. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Yeah. Including one of Riley's sweaters that is just sitting oh out. God, get rid of it. It's been a month. He's not coming back. No. And what What Which, purpose? She has a basement. Put it in there. Okay, so is the idea that he just left his clothes all around her house? Which is rude. That's so rude. Clean or it was yourself. like a situation where she was like, I'm going to wear your sweater. And then she left it. Which that's less rude because it's her house. Less rude, more messy. And more like you forgot? There's no way she forgot. And also, how is why is Xander bringing it up? It's mean. I know. But Xander, we've discovered, can be a little mean. Or at least uncaring about Buffy's feelings sometimes. It's true. <laughs> Um, yeah. And there were In-N-Out cups. Did you see that? I didn't see the In-N-Out cups. Yeah. The Your red eyes with, trained. I can't help but see them. <laughs> the little, like, the palm trees, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. I know those cups. And then at the bottom, I'm sure there was a Bible verse. Yeah, you got to flip it over. Um, I love the magic box. I want to live there. I love the way it looks. It looks so comforting <laughs> to me. It reminds me of this, um, near where I grew up, there's this psychic eye bookshop. Mm-hmm. And it's just like um, various like new agey type okay. things, but then also like a bunch of different like there's they have also like Buddhist items. Um, everything is a little bit overpriced, uh, but the feeling of that it's like the colors are really similar. Yeah. It's like a lot of like fuchsia crushed re- crushed velvet. Um, it just is a really like comforting. comforting. Yeah. yeah, totally. I like the inside. The outside and the logo are. Horrendous. Or, they're the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the logo's embarrassing. Because, like, you're, it's a TV show. Yeah. Like, I understand in real life, maybe you don't have the money to fix the sign. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You're a television show. Mm-hmm. Like, you could design it really cool. Yeah. Or even somewhat interesting. But yeah. it's two different fonts, <laughs> neither of which are evocative of anything. They're, like, kind of, like, it's like comic sans and helvetica together (laughs) together as one (laughs) which they should never Never. be (laughs) always apart (laughs) yeah um i and it's also in checkpoint where the gang is really dismissive of buffy's legitimate feelings about the watchers yeah they're just like give them a chance i don't understand this is another one of those things where Buffy's keen on something and the whole gang is just like, mm, Buffy's being emotional or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they are being such meddlers. Yep. They are meddling like crazy. Um, we haven't talked fashion yet. And I do want to mention. Okay. On three. Should we say what it is? Okay. One, One two, two, three. three. Anya's dress. flops. Oh! <laughs> Okay, I loved the neckline of her dress. This is what I was going to I did not oh. know she was wearing flip-flops. She's wearing blue platform flip-flops. <laughs> her feet are up on the coffee table. They are in the foreground. I saw nothing else. I don't even know that she had a dress on. She had a beautiful those, dress on. Because those flip-flops were upsetting and distracting. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because I thought we were on the same page. No, I... Oh, my God. I need to look up an image of this and then we can put it on our Instagram. Yeah. 
Uh, this Wait, is... of the dress? Alleged dress that you say was there that I didn't see? No, I want to... Well, we can do both. Um, um, yeah. yeah. It's that scene, and they're just in the foreground, like, forever. You can't get away from them. Oh, my God. I need to know. I need to know. Um... I also was noticing that mm-hmm. Giles basically is like selling like Indiana Jones, like because when um the that one Lydia, uh, yes Lydia, she finds the statue and she's like it's a crime to remove this yeah. from Burma. I was like, Giles, are you like stealing some like indigenous cultures revered? I, I don't item? think so because I don't think he gets out enough to do that. I don't think he did it. Yeah, I'm just saying. He's- I think he inherited the the things that were in that shop already. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, probably a lot of what happens in that magic shop is selling. Okay. You know what? Um, I'm, uh, she's not wearing a dress with those flip flops. Okay. So she's wearing something else, but you see the flip flops. Yeah. They're horrible. <laughs> they're horrific. I don't even know. Like I said, I don't know what she was wearing. Oh, no. Oh, you mean the dress that was like a midi dress that was a little longer? Yeah, and the neckline was like really art deco Yeah, it was really That cute. was really cute. Okay, no, but she had already done the flip-flop thing, so that's where I was. I really liked the episode checkpoint. I really liked it, too. And it is. It's, it's good to have... I do like that the, sh- the episode is kind of bookended with the team being a team. Because we... Yeah. I don't feel like the fifth season has had a ton of like the gang mm-hmm. stuff. So now we're we're really getting, you know, a traditional meetup to talk about what's happening yeah. in the buffer at the buffers, the <laughs> summer's home. And then at the end, obviously, we get that uh, moment where Buffy gets a chance to, I don't know, it's not congratulate, but like point out why everyone on her team is a great is a contributor, yeah, and take power <clears throat> back for herself. Like there's yes. definitely a team theme to this app team theme team theme um i agree because i think that um yeah we this episode in particular has had a huge shakeup of the cast yeah uh because we're losing a member of the team riley and we gained a member in dawn and mm-hmm. also tara is having and anya are having like bigger parts to play yes. as well so it's kind of like it's nice to see these establishing scenes where it's like, okay, this is the team now, and this yeah. is why they're all needed. And I, like you said, I did, I did love when she, when Buffy, it took basically this threat of the Watchers to unite them all again and to remember yes. what they are again. Mm-hmm. And I loved, I loved, loved the scene between Buffy and Giles where they're just sitting and talking as peers. Yeah, and she's kind of like. When she's like, I just don't know what to do. She's not saying it to him as like. Fix this for me. Right. She's just venting kind of. And it is nice to see that at this time she's, she has someone mm-hmm. that she can like really talk to. And to be vulnerable with him in saying, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So I liked that a lot. I did too. Um, yeah. This episode had a lot of stuff I loved. Um, that said. And I'm not being chronological, but I wasn't. Spike saying, keep making notches in your bedpost to Buffy, who has slept with three people. Yeah. Two of whom she was in long term committed relationships with. Yeah. Is both like slut shamey, mean, 
And also and, not knowing what's going on. And not knowing what's up. It was just like so... Because I think that she is the kind of person to be self-conscious of that. Mm-hmm. And so it was like trying to get at her. And it's all... I mean, in general, she should sleep with as many people as she wants. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just felt like Spike was just being so out of line and mean. He was being very sour grapesy, where he was like, mm, I'm going to hurt you because you rejected right. me. Which is just childish. Or maybe I don't like that the show interesting her that way. Interesting. I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. You feel Be- protective of Buffy. I think I, I feel protective of Buffy and I also feel like it's not cool to slut shame people. Well, look. Especially, I guess, and I was going to say, especially people who aren't slutting around, but honestly, anyone. 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 Yeah. It's, I mean, I think it's partially this like political climate that we're yeah. in right now that may be like heightening our sensitivity to this, but for sure. I mean, that is annoying. Like, I, I think the thing that we keep forgetting because the show kind of keeps forgetting yeah. that Spike is evil. Yeah, Spike <laughs> is evil. And here's the and it also, I think this is what it is. And we've talked about this before is that usually or often Spike speaks truth. He speaks yes. truth that no one else wants. No one else will say because they are polite yeah. or because they care about feelings. And the idea that Buffy is collecting men because she's not willing to take emotional risks is not true. Yeah. I mean, she isn't willing to take emotional risks. Yeah. But she is not collecting men. No. She's been in two long-term relationships and one short-term relationship that she wanted to be a long-term relationship. That was sad. That was sad. But it's not – she doesn't – she's not leaving a string of broken hearts behind her. Yeah. And I think also that kind of makes it tough for us as viewers, too, to extricate, like, what is Spike just being an asshole? Yeah. And what is him, like, spitting the truth that no one else is willing to see? Yes. Because, like, when you have a character... I mean, and and I think that's good on the show for having him not just be, like, the truth spitter. Yeah. But to also be flawed and have his own journey to go on. Mm -hmm. That's great. But it is kind of confusing to watch it and be like, wait, is the show saying this or is this just Spike being a baby boy? Yes. So... And he is a baby boy. He is a baby boy. And his hair is interesting. I like it now. It's very slicked. Yes. I enjoy his hair I very quaff. This is and maybe I think it's honestly because he gets to spend time with Don and Joyce. Like this is a version of Spike that I like the best, probably. Yes. I mean, I really like oh, like original Spike, who's just plain evil and is a villain. Mm-hmm. But I this the kind of like begrudging softness he shows for Don and Joyce, I really appreciate. Yes. Uh and his like restrained eagerness in sharing passions with mm-hmm. Joyce. Yes. Um, and Dawn's not willing. Dawn not being afraid of him yeah. makes me happy. I love that she's not afraid of him. Yeah. And, and that she, she'll sass him. Yes. I love that. And he kind of, that he's like pretty easily mollified. Yeah. Well, he's like, you know, you should be scared of me. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> um, so I, I we, there's some good spike in this. I do think that there is, and maybe this is why the notches thing was getting at me. There's a definitely a like patriarchal thing happening through this whole episode. Yes. I mean, and I think maybe it starts with Xander being a jerk, being kind of a jerk in that first scene Mm -hmm. about Riley. Then we also have that professor. I have a lot of issues with just kind of in general how professors are portrayed in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this is like Joss Whedon slash whoever wrote this episode, yeah. which I am feeling underprepared for not knowing. Uh, Doug Petrie? Yeah. 
and Jane Espenson. Oh, yeah. Okay. So maybe one of them was like wronged by a professor in the past. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I just, it is insane how shittily this professor treats Buffy. It's outlandish. Like, we, you and I, I'm sure, have mm-hmm. had people in our college co- courses that participated way too much and like used, I don't know how to describe it, like used everything as a jumping off point to talk about something unrelated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I certainly participate. I did. I did in my college courses. But I just remember always there being a person that wanted to like wax philosophical about right. whatever. And so they'd raise their hand and be like, this reminds me of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And even those people who would like derail the conversation. Yes. The t- the professor would kindly redirect, like never be like anything else to say, professor. Yeah. No, it's I think that it's like a nightmare version of that professor, because there are times where you feel there's a sense that a a professor or a teacher doesn't is like, this is how it is. Stop trying to question things. Mm-hmm. Go with the program. Yes, for sure. And. The I the re I don't know why the show felt like we had had to show such a ridiculous version of that for us to get it. Um because yeah. I I feel like all it would take because there are like there's professors who just lecture and don't take questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of professor, if Buffy had a you know what I mean? Like there's ways to show that um show that her being dismissed and belittled by this guy is bad without it being a ridiculous scene. Cause there was a scene like that in the, uh, the first episode of the fourth season. Yeah. With another male professor who mm-hmm. was condescending and mean and cruel to her. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if this was the intent, but to have, uh, you know, demonstrate that like academia is mm-hmm. a very like male dominated field and if you come in there as this woman with ideas yeah a lot of times it can be like oh haha okay like sit down we're, yeah. we're the ones doing the you know research here fine but it's just like when you take it to such a cartoonish level mm-hmm. it almost yeah sorry no it just it loses its punch well and it it makes the real life situation seem like it isn't real yeah. Like it takes away from the real because I, I honestly if they put it in a discussion section and it was a TA or even a professor in a discussion section and she had a thought and he was like, interesting. Mm-hmm. I wrote a book about this. I can tell you that let's deal with like actual history that's documented. Yeah. That's an interesting fantasy. Yeah. I mean, calling it fantasy would probably be spinning it, but like the lecture part of it is I think where it's so ridiculous because that's public humiliation. And, That's something that yeah. happens in movies, and I guess I've seen what is that one movie about Harvard Law School from the seventies? Uh shit! Uh, uh, where they do the Socratic method, and the guy is just horrible. Uh, paper chase above paper chase. Paper um, chase. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that movie exists. I assume that movie is based on something real that happened at that law school. But like, I mean, it's this is Buffy. She's in a Gen Ed class, so. Yeah. There's no reason yeah. to do this. Like, you are a bad person. That that professor is a bad person and should be fired. Well, yeah, and, like, he, she wasn't even raising her hand, like, because he was, like, it was nearly... She mumbled, I think. Yeah, he was, like, she, he was, Rasputin was nearly impossible to kill, and she just goes, nearly impossible. And that was it. Yeah. I feel like 
in a normal class, the, the professor probably would just be like, yep, nearly impossible. And continued rather or than being like, maybe say like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you have because a question? You, right. Because he maybe didn't hear what she said, just knew mm-hmm. she was talking. Yeah. Or or say something like, did you have something you wanted to share? And she would say no. And he would let it go because the point was to let her know not to talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's ways to deal with it. And this just wasn't it. I mean, it, it does. It's a brick in the wall that eventually pushes her to make a bold ass move at the end of this episode. Yes. Um, because I think like. uh the professor demonstrates the watcher's council is also like an example of uh institutionalized sexism yep and i think spike represents that to a certain extent when the way he comes at her because mm-hmm. he comes at her yeah. uh, based on these antiquated ideas about the kind of woman she should be and the kind of relationship she should want yes he doesn't come at her and say like she's not fighting well or she's you know what i mean he doesn't come at her in anything that's even really about her it's like about this idea of what she should be and it is the same thing too where he's coming at her based on his own uh feelings of failure in himself yes uh which is like in the realm of sexual Mm -hmm. uh because he cannot have her yeah and so i think this is also the same thing as with the watchers coming at buffy Mm -hmm. and saying she's not a good enough slayer because they're they feel that they have lost control over Yes. Her. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. I only want to talk about things that make me happy. There's something in this these episodes that I hate that we're going to have to talk about, but I don't want to get to it yet. Okay, great. Um, It's weird <laughs> to me, and I don't hate this. It's just, and it's, I think it's just a TV thing. It's weird that the, the water, thing. the Watchers Council chooses oh. to interview people as couples. Weird. Who does that? No one. Nobody does that. does that. I guess if you knocked on their door and they're both home, then you would like, you wouldn't necessarily talk to them one at a time. But like, it felt like they said, "Anya Xander, we got to talk to you together." Yeah. Weird. It is weird. Why do they do that in shows? They don't do that don't in real life. Not that I've been interrogated, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I or like, have you had friends who were supposed like? Uh, I just said auditioned. Uh, about to say auditioned. Um, who were <laughs> applying to be in the FBI. Because that's what I felt like it was that kind of background yes. check. So, like, they don't call, they don't come to your house and try to talk to you and your partner, oh. right? Or do they? Um, well, no, but we do have security checks um, for my dad through yeah. his work. Uh, because my dad. Because your dad's the president. Is the president. No. No, I didn't no. mean that. <laughs> I, that, no. didn't, I, that wasn't supposed to be an insult. <laughs> no, because my dad uh, works with certain clearance levels. Yeah, sure. And so, um, I've been called. My mom's been called. Like, they used to look through our trash. I think I've said right. this on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, where they will interview you. But it's you're you're alone. Yeah. So why actually, would... I lied when I said I haven't been interrogated. Uh... I've been questioned. <laughs> You've been questioned in this manner. Like, yeah. it, so the idea of having them together, it was more interesting and funny, I think, to see the two faces and to, like, see Xander yeah. react to Anya and Anya. It was worth it, I guess. I do. Okay. And I think I'm just. I think I'm over uh, Willow and Tara being awkward about their relationship. They're in love. We know they're in love. Everybody Just knows be they're in love. love. Just be happy and in love. You guys have the least complicated relationship of everyone on this freaking show. I know. Just love each other. Yeah. You're, you're the only source of us believing in love on this show. Give it to us. I think uh, here's my hope. Oops. Here's my hope that that was the last because when when she goes, we're friends, good friends. You know what? We're lovers. 
I she's want my that girlfriend. To be, I love her. I love her. The end. I, yeah. I want and that it might to be. Because, and honestly, I think part of it too is my impatience from having seen the whole show because I don't think of this phase of the relationship having lasted so long. It lasts so long. So in this, this is the end. Yeah. In this rewatch, I'm like, okay, guys, just be in love. And again, be, you're going to be the most functional relationship on the show. Like you love each other. You're great. Just be functional. Just, yeah. just give us something. And said, so, we're friends. I was, I like almost screamed at my TV <laughs> when she said we're friends. I was like, no, what? <sighs> um, I think they were flustered by the watcher. They were. Speaking of those conversations, Anya's homemade muffins look Costco. They're so Costco. <laughs> like, don't fucking lie, Anya. She does not know how to bake. No. Um, I thought you were going to say, speaking of flustering, how about Spike giving Louisa yeah. or whatever her name, the eyes. Yeah, and how she was kind of like, oh my God. I She's like, my- I wrote my thesis on you. <laughs> she probably, yeah, changed your panties, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. she did have blonde hair. I no, bet he would have slept She with had her. brownish blonde. I picture her to have, she had She's, brown hair with blonde highlights. Did you watch that 70s show? Yeah. She was Big Rhonda on that 70s, that 70s show. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. And in that, I think of her as having blonde hair. She has dark blonde hair. Like brassy blonde. Yes. Oh, my God. That's her. Yeah, that's her. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um. I recognize her from the glasses because I think they're the same. The same glasses. glasses. They're the same. Her hair, glasses. like her hair, her clothes, everything is very different. Those glasses, though. but her glasses. And I, I did double check in the internet. Yeah, I'm not. Fine. I didn't like just know that and then be like, I'm gonna just drop this on Kelly. Like, yeah, I looked it up to make sure. Um, but yeah, that scene always makes me happy and always makes me wish that that was like a storyline. It's not a storyline, but yeah, I just like the idea of him. And maybe it's that we don't get a lot of him just like flirting to get what he wants in life. Mm-hmm. I would I would watch a show where he's just like he gets free blood at the blood bank by flirting with the nurses or like yeah. I think I would just I just like it. I like it too. Um I also just like that was really interesting how the I mean we get to see later like with the real reason why the watchers came. Yes. But it was just interesting like uh one I at the before that reveal because I kind of had forgotten that Buffy mm-hmm. calls them out and stuff. Um, like what? What's the option if Buffy doesn't pass their test? Like they can't fire her. Mm-hmm. They, I guess they could kill her, oh and God. another Slayer would come up. Well, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. You've good tried, luck. sort of. <laughs> yeah, you failed. Um, <laughs> I know, and even, I don't even know if another Slayer would. Yeah, because oh yeah, because because her death doesn't do it. Yeah, well, Faith is already called yeah so faith would have to die too we think who knows um i know you didn't want to talk about things that you hate okay but we need to talk about buffy's crop sweatpants why are they back i don't know why they're back i don't know i don't they're so gaucho okay here's the truth though let me be honest okay what around this time Uh uh-huh i purchased a pair of red bethany beach sweatpants Okay. But I think maybe said lifeguard on them. I can't remember what they said on them. They were red. No, I think they just said Bethany. Okay. And like, do you know those letters that are like, um, they are like big block letters. Mm-hmm. So I had those. So they say Bethany down one leg and I cut off the bottom of them. <laughs> <laughs> I made them crops. Cause this was like when it wasn't cool to have like elastic around your ankle. No, it wasn't cool. It was not cool at all. It was not cool. And now, if you had it, you either cut it off or you, pulled it up. Yes. To, so to this was, I chose option three mm-hmm. which was cut crop them 
So I used to, I mean, not every day, but I (laughs) definitely own some crop sweatpants. Yes. So maybe I'm hating Buffy's pants. Because you hate yourself. (laughs) Jesus. I was going to say, because I've also made mistakes, but yeah. No, we get mad at others for the mistakes that we've made ourselves. So I don't know why they're back. I don't know why. They're not aerodynamic. I don't know what she's doing fighting in them. Here's the thing. So from the waist down, troubles. Troubles. But her hair's looking great. Everyone's hair. Their hair is Tara. Do you think Tara's using extensions now? Like, it's like all of a sudden she has fuller hair. It's beautiful. It's curled. It's lovely. Anya's hair is looking great. Anya's hair. Willow's hair is like perfectly coiffed. Yeah. Dawn's hair is doing interesting things. Yeah. (laughs) Spike's hair. Amazing. Yeah. Xander's. Okay. Uh, It's getting long and greasy. (laughs) Xander's having troubles. He also has an unmentioned broken arm. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I guess it was from the uh, troll beating him up because we pick up literally because I was like, did I miss something? Why is his arm broken? So we pick up in that same conversation. No, because it was just Giles, Buffy and Joyce in the kitchen. Oh, right. Okay. But maybe they showed up later that night. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of that conversation, this is the thing of this episode that I'm like, wait, what? So Dawn heard everyone say. Dawn is the key. She's not my daughter. And she still didn't put everything together. And then together. she got so surprised when Spike read that. I was like, what do you, why are you surprised now? You, you, you overheard this. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, and maybe it's because I know the secret. So I felt you can't not see it. Yeah. But like, it felt like they said, does, do they know about the key that it's Dawn? Dawn is the key. I thought she was my daughter. Turns out she's the key. And she's listening. She listens to the whole thing. And then she's like, something's up. Something weird. So she's like, I got to go get that book that Giles hid from me. Yes. That then tells her that she's the key. And then she reacts. I guess she didn't realize what the key meant. Okay. So maybe she like, because she didn't know that she didn't exist prior to six months ago. So that's a big thing. Yeah, that is huge. That would change your life. Yeah. And it changes hers because she starts cutting on herself. Which was also interesting because I feel like cutting was a big thing at the time. Yes. So then it was weird that they they had that scene. We're jumping so far. But yeah. then they had that scene where Buffy was like, I love you. I don't want you to cut yourself. And then I was like, are we entering a PSA on cutting? Yes. No. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I didn't even see it cause, because cutting is so passe. I'm just kidding. It's not passe. But – I, I mean, I don't know that people. It was a. It was a to thing. those of you who either were like older or younger during this time, don't know about it. It was a trend, like yes. not. And I don't mean trend in like that makes it sound cool, but it was like it was an epidemic. It was like the yeah. the knockout. I don't know if people really do the knockout game, but it was like yeah, it was a thing that was happening. Girls especially were cutting themselves. Yes, I remember that. Like it was a form. Like I it's felt, a form of self abuse, but it yeah. was like it was a thing that was happening mm-hmm. i wonder why that was like because i remember like yeah like it, and this isn't to minimize any issues that people had or yeah. anything like that like when i when we say it's like an epidemic or it, it was like huge it's because like i don't know like a way that a lot of people at that time dealt with being unhappy yep. was to cut themselves yep. and it was such a like I don't know if it was because it was in media, because I do remember mm-hmm. reading a book where someone yeah. did that. But yeah, it was like I remember yeah. 
kids would i remember a girl did it at school once yeah it's crazy so it's like yeah it was everywhere it was prevalent very prevalent yes it was prevalent and i think there is something to uh um that if you have really self-hating or like really tough feelings i think that you can use it Mm -hmm. to help you just like i feel like probably there are people who discover bulimia without Mm -hmm. having ever heard of it yeah but there are also probably people who like heard about it tried it and it made them feel better about something so then they did it more so i feel 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 that way about cutting it's like there's probably people who did figure out cutting on their own yeah but there's also probably people who heard about it tried it and were like oh this makes the darkness of my life feel better yes Um, yes i think that's true and so i think yeah it was just like it was around a lot it was around a lot when she cuts herself and says, is this real? Am I real? Yeah. My first inclination, and maybe it's just because I've been away from like the world of cutting for yeah, a while. Sure. Um, no one talks about it anymore. I, I don't yeah. know if middle schoolers still do it. I don't know. But it's not a topic. And honestly, I'm not in middle school anymore. So no. there's probably all kinds of things middle schoolers do or still do or whatever. I'm just not tapped in. Like Vine? Yeah, Vine is replaced cutting. <laughs> well, like they sexed. That's true. We didn't, I didn't we ha- didn't have we that. didn't have phones with that you could take pictures and send like Yeah. That was not a thing when I was yeah. in middle school. So like it, there's they have other destructive behaviors. That's true. Uh but anyway, but when she cut her wrist or cut her her, she cuts forearm, her arm, forearm. Yeah, area. Uh my first thought wasn't like, oh, she's cutting until Buffy's like, I I I'm not upset because it's my duty to protect you. I'm upset because I love you and I have a sister who's cutting her herself yes and i was like this sounds like a psa yeah it sounded like a psa especially because one this is the only time she's done it two she did it and immediately showed everyone like this is not the cutting that we're talking about like you know because the cutting we're talking about is like done in secret it's a secret thing you do repeatedly Mm -hmm. it's like a compulsion it's a shame whatever anyway it was that line just fell very heavy now maybe it would have felt like apt at the time maybe it's just now it's like it's like a y2k joke or something yeah it's just like mm-hmm. what are you what are we talking about um buffy's okay. fur trench coat <laughs> it made her look like a the cat bus from my neighbor totoro i don't know you don't know the cat bus <laughs> is it literally like a cat that you ride Oh! <laughs> Didn't she look like that? Yeah, she kind of like that. it was very cute. It's very, very cute. But she looked like a cat bus. Um, yeah, there was some the the outfits were definitely rocking, rocking. Those. Oh, yeah. You know what else rocked my world? What? All of Glory's boudoir setup. Her oh. outfit. Her round bed. All of it. I was like, let me live your life, Glory. I I love her slinky little outfits. I love her more and more every day. I love her micro <laughs> strap like spaghetti. Yes. Like angel hair pasta spaghetti strap. Oh, 100%. percent mm. She looks great. She's she does great. look great. She's great. She's great. Her hair is great. Oh, I love when people have curly hair and they just like, it's just curly. Yeah. It's either like in a like beautiful wild mane or yes. you're piling it in a like cool yeah. thing on your head. Oh, dream. Let it live. Let it be its true self. Yeah, she looks great. Um, and I also, she has one of my favorite lines of the episode when she sees her troll all beat mm. up and she's like, hey, 
What's the deal with your face? I loved that. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. Um, and her red dress. Yeah. Um, so basically, the Watchers are testing Buffy in different ways yeah. by basically making her fight a dude and protect a s- straw man. Yeah, I mean, they're testing her physical endurance yeah. and her abilities. She doesn't pass that test because she accidentally stabs the thing in the chest. Okay, but the idea that it, it would stay still and not move so and dumb. not hide is so like, dumb. It's so dumb. Um, And also, she, you're testing... How about the tests of the last five years of her life yep. like she's had this test and she passed every time she stopped the world from ending a bunch of times this is like and now that we know the reason for why they did it because buffy explains it, it is so transparent now. yeah it's like oh my god you're just trying to like grab onto this thing that you can't control anymore yep you're trying to like justify your existence yep and you there is no justification for your existence except at the behest of the slayer yes and that is i feel like for me, one of my favorite thematic elements of the show uh-huh. is the idea of like a person who is controlled by the patriarchy, like owning her own power. Mm-hmm. Because, and we've seen a little bit of previous Slayers and the first Slayer and all of that, and we'll get more of it coming up. But the idea that like the power has always resided within the Slayer, mm-hmm. like. From the moment that power was given to her, like, she's the one with it. And it just took Buffy to be, for someone to be able to unlock it. Yeah. And also, like, it kind of reminded me of, because we know that the Slayer originally used to just be a girl. And she was, like, bestowed with these powers. And then it was, like, this line of Slayers Mm -hmm. um, always being controlled by this group of men. Um, It just kind of, like, makes me think of, like... um, how uh, the thought of, like, female sexuality is mm-hmm. often, like, men claim that's what get like, they, they not, not all men, <laughs> but, like, the patriarchy, let's yeah. say, um, puts, uh, like, takes female sexuality and, like, shrouds it yeah. in, like, this, like, mystical thing that they can't control. Mm-hmm. And then because they've painted it that way, claim to be powerless to it. Yes. And it's like, you're just creating this thing. And then mm-hmm. in order to like exercise control over this thing, it's like, okay, we're going to like regulate your fucking re- reproductive organs. Yes. And so like that, I mean, is so to me, it so mirrors the Slayer uh, Watcher dynamic. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Um, But we have the power, Kelly. We got the power. Um, but that last speech is probably is one of my favorite pieces yes. of Buffy in the whole show. Yes. Um, so awesome. It's so awesome. And they know it's true. Mm-hmm. When she, and you posted this on Instagram. So all of our followers <laughs> should go check it out. Uh, but when the uh, one of the watchers tries to interrupt her and she's just like, no, mm-hmm. do not interrupt me. I'm in yeah. the middle of a speech. I'm talking right now. Yeah. You don't have you don't have the right to interrupt me. Love that. And I'm saying it with a lot more words. She yeah. says it with a sword. She says it with a sword and then says, <laughs> I think I said no interruptions. Ooh, girl. Oh, I Especially love it. Especially because men love to interrupt us. Ladies, am I right? Yes. Or <sighs> Yeah. I have my nemesis mm-hmm. has taken to 
he doesn't do it all the time, but he did it on Friday, and it was towards the end of the day, and I was just like, You're, you were ready to go. I was ready. I was like, I can't do this anymore. He <laughs> took my idea. No. Then he, like, okay, so my idea involved, like, I didn't say all the details because I didn't want to talk for 20 minutes, but it was a brainstorm. So I like said my idea and then he took the most low hanging fruit, like obvious part of it. it. And then he was like, yeah. So in like, if you did that, you could also do this. So then it became his idea. And I was like, yeah, I would have said his dumb low hanging fruit part of it. Yeah. But I thought it was so obvious. I didn't have to say the words. That's so annoying. It was like, and I didn't get mad about it until like, I was kind of just in the meeting. I was like, why are we calling this his idea? Yeah. Because it wasn't. And it's honestly in a, especially in a brainstorm, like I, if we just say the team's ideas, that's fine with me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need ownership of ideas, but if we're giving out ownership, give it where it's due. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. so, I, when I was driving, I was like, what the fuck? It was the most like, it's not like he took my idea and made it better. He just took my idea and elaborated it in the most obvious, simplistic and yeah. I wish I was there. I would have been like, yeah, like Ryan said. Yeah. I'm here's the thing. And it's funny because I was thinking about this too this week. Is like I call him my nemesis. I don't think he knows. I love I love I when your nemesis he, doesn't know. It makes it easier to to not act on my anger towards mm-hmm. him. Because he's not angry at me. It's not like a He's just walking around poisoning the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't mean to. He doesn't mean to. He doesn't, he doesn't mean to. Because sometimes know. he's like, hey, hey, Ryan. No, no, no. He's talking about something. I'm like, wait, don't you? We're nemesises. Nemesis. We're nemesis. Don't talk to me like that. Um, at least he never shows up in full armor. This is the part that I hate of these episodes. <sighs> the knights make no fucking sense. Knights don't dudes. exist in modern times. So, like, where did they come from? If you told me they came from a portal, that's the only way I'm interested in these knights. You know what I would have liked? Okay, here we go. Knights trapped in stasis that are awakened due to glory being perfect. There. Great, but that is they not what's happening. Out of the ground, out of some catacombs. No, they imply that the knights have just been living as knights where? for thousands of years on an island. On an island where they get fresh metal made. They have blacksmiths on the island too. How is this happening? Like, I don't where understand. Is this? It makes Ugh. no sense. Because like the monks, I mean, I'm pretty sure mon- monks still dress like that. Maybe I not. Do we have to watch Young Pope to find out? You don't watch Young Pope? I want to. Watch you were Young so Pope. excited about I Young know, Pope. You talked young about Pope. it. You couldn't stop. You and I'll John Da. It. I know. Me and John Da. <laughs> uh, I need to fucking watch that show. But he doesn't. He's not How, sexy. Okay. I heard he's not sexy. I was. How are you not watching this? Show? Like I'm. Fl- I'm floored. I will watch it tonight. I'll watch it before I see you tonight. I've never seen it because I was not excited about it. You were excited about I'm it. I'm gonna watch it. Um, life's gotten crazy. Right? Yeah, no, no. I gotta watch the finale of Sweet Vicious. Um, <laughs> we've all got things to watch. We all got stuff to watch. We got stuff to watch. Um, yeah, um, the knights make no sense. The monks no. make sense because monks take a vow of poverty, so they wear ro- burlap robes. They wear burlap robes with ropes around them. But waist. if a knight is trying to fight really well in modern times, they're not going to wear super heavy chainmail. I have a question. What's up? How come monks shave the top of their head? It sounds like a joke. I'm not. It's not a joke. Do they shave it? Is my question. I thought <laughs> that the that. iconic version of them is just bald. They just don't wear wigs. Uh, <laughs> Siri, why are monks bald? Dude. Why are my nipple sore is like <laughs> came up and I don't I've not Googled that. 
Oh, they cut their hair short, especially by shaving a ball spot in the middle back of their head to show they were monks. <laughs> to show they are monks. So people wouldn't get confused. Okay, get this. Tonsure. Tonsure is the practice of cutting or shaving some or all of the hair on the scalp as a sign of religious devotion or humility. Roman tonsure is where they shave everything around except for the bangs. And so ugly. (laughs) Good thing they're not trying to fuck. I think it's also part of their celibacy. No one's going to be tempted. It's like... (laughs) How mean girl... Mean girl you sounded when you (laughs) Monk hair is so ugly. Whatever, they're not listening. You're like, that's so ugly. (laughs) I am crying. (laughs) What's the point? They want to show that they don't mind being ugly. Yeah, they have have no humility. I mean, they have all humility. They have no vanity. No vanity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they do do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I said they didn't. I just thought we're bald. Most monks experience a certain pattern of baldness where it's their bangs and back of the hair. I mean, I was wrong, but yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Uh, Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Uh, Um, So, what do we think about that? Skinny scarf made of sequins that Buffy wears. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, the 2000s are going to come back, like, soon. Do you think skinny scarves are going to come back? Oh, my. Like, do you remember long to the ground skinny scarves? Yes. Like, so long. So long. And you so wouldn't skinny. wear, like, a shirt that, like, came up to the scarf. No, like, no, no, you no. would have clavicle. Yeah. you. It's, it's just a look. It's just a look. Oh. I wrote, what did I write about that? Uh... It was early in blood ties. Yeah, I said Buffy looks like a 2002 Macy's ad. Yeah, she totally did. Yeah. Um, also, okay, so what's up with the knights? I don't understand why they're still dressed like knights. Yeah. And then we have a knight versus troll battle. <laughs> <laughs> Which felt so stupid. I was like, why? It was like embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing that I'm watching the show. It's embarrassing I've seen the show before. I'm still watching it again. It's embarrassing I do a podcast about the show that had a knight versus troll battle. <laughs> stupidest battle in the woods in 2002 yeah. in sunny in southern california so these like <laughs> dirty monks are, <laughs> are fighting are fighting these because they're kind of dressed like monks right these little troll guys yeah they are dressed like monks. they look like monk zombies they're mm-hmm. fighting these knights mm-hmm. and it really is there's one guy that comes in on a rope swing yep <laughs> so weird and i feel like they got the same guys who played the werewolves to be the trolls yes because they similar actions. yeah <laughs> their moves are like they kind of like every other foot like lifts they, yeah they have like a galloping gait. they have a very uh lupine yes. kind of gait to them um. so they're fighting all over the place Ugh. uh i did small note I I'm, I always have my eyes open for jadeite glass. Did you notice how cute that mug was that Giles is pouring tea into? He has one. Oh, it's I just a jadeite glass Ooh, mug. Sounds nice. really beautiful. Um, I wrote Buffy grew, and I think it's because because she, she told apo- everyone. 
when she yeah right yes when she tells everyone about uh dawn Mm -hmm. and they're like you should have told us before and she's like you're right i didn't i'm sorry and i was like buffy you're (laughs) learning yeah that was great no that was really good um almost as good as dawn's new sassy baby tea that says little miss drama (laughs) those t-shirts yes oh man baby tees oh my god so many baby tees baby tees were oh my i loved like ringer baby tees so i would have like the sleeves would be so it was like a baseball baby tee yeah i had one that was like baby blue Mm -hmm. these parts and like accents there was like uh maybe around the neck i think there was Mm -hmm. something and then white yeah with the torso part loved that look oh the baby tees stories they could tell yeah um, do you remember the ones that were like a brand, but it would say like something different? So like, instead of juicy fruit, it would be like juicy butt. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that much time to think about it. Instead of Coca Cola, it would say Coke. Uh, no, <laughs> would it? No, it would say like Cokehead Cola. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes, I remember those. Oh my god, or like yeah. It was like a thing. Like yeah. it would look like the brand, but then it would say something. Slightly different. And be yeah. almost a pun, but a lot of times they're lazy. It was like lazy like juicy puns. Butt. <laughs> juicy butt might be one. <laughs> um Yeah. I just feel like if I was referring to my own butt and calling it juicy, I don't think I would use the word butt. Like, oh my juicy butt. <laughs> and, okay. I think you'd use the word ass. Give me four other words that you would use. Ass. Focus. You would say my juicy tuchus. You would not. You're a liar. No, I would say, oh, shit. Rump, I'd probably use before butt. Juicy rump? You would not. That sounds like meat. You would not say rump. I think butt is the second most used word after juicy to refer to one's own rear. <laughs> Ass. Butt. Yep. Bottom? Ugh. Well, that has a different connotation. I think behind would be before. Oh, behind, yeah. Before bottom. So, like. My juicy behind. Yeah, yeah. My juicy. What are you gonna say? Oh, I was doing the. Oh, just this. <laughs> it's my juicy. <laughs> my juicy caboose. The juicy caboose. Juicy caboose. <laughs> juicy caboose. Um. Okay. This is another thing. So Dawn. Breaks into the magic box with mm-hmm. Spike. Yes. She's going to find out what is going on. She yeah. Finds the book and she's like, uh, let's light some candles. Let's light some candles and Which, read on the floor. Wh- There's lights in the magic shop. Turn them on. Yeah. No I one can she, see you. Maybe she's worried that like people will be like, is Giles there and then call Giles? Or, but she could go to the workout room. Oh, duh. Go Turn there. Turn the light on. Go there. Um, but it is, I do think it's cute that she has the unicorn candle. Yeah. She has like all these cute candles. Um, and it's also romantic cause you know. Cause her and Spike. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, it's almost as appropriate as Angel and Buffy. <laughs> almost. I think Spike's significantly closer in age to Dawn than Angel is to Buffy. True. And Dawn's 14. It's about Buffy the- was 15 yep. when he first saw her, when Angel first saw her. And fell in L-U-V love. Gross. Yeah. Really gross. Um, and they find... We've talked about this. Yeah. Well, so they find out. <laughs> and she's like, part. oh, my fucking God. Um, 
I so so then she goes to the hospital to go look at the people that have been recently admitted due to like losing touch with reality. Yes. And the, and she's confirmed. They yes. cannot see her as she is. Yep. Um I I get that she's looking for someone to talk to. I get that she I don't I know that it had to happen. I know that we had to see the reveal of like of ben. ben and Glory, but I don't know how much I bought her talking about how she didn't used to exist to Ben. Can I fix this for us? Please. Here's what should have happened. Okay. As soon, the second they cast Michelle Trachtenberg, Mm -hmm. rewrite her scenes so she's actually 14, Mm -hmm. not 12. Then she would have a crush on Ben. Of course she would have a crush on Ben. Done. The whole time, he would be this really cute guy who works at the hospital where mom's sick. She's anxious about her mom, but she's got this really cute guy who's nice to her all the time. She has a huge crush on him. Then she would talk to him. Then she would tell him anything. Yep. And instead, that would heighten the stakes, too. Yeah. And instead, she and and he's dangerous. How cool would that be if yeah. she's 14 and she's, like, in, you know, feeling all these feelings about this guy that we're, like, uh, I don't know if he's a good guy. And he's dangerous. Yes. I love that. Instead, we get, she acts like a child. She acts, he treats her like a child. Mm-hmm. And then they see each other. And she hasn't talked, we have, she hasn't talked to him or talked about him Mm-mm. in many episodes. She no. just runs into him. And that's what felt so weird. That like they run into each other in that moment, and then she, and then she tells him, like that was yeah, weird to me. It was weird. I think they could have established. I feel like yeah, all they would have had to do is make her have a crush on him. Done, because she is you know she is a fourteen year old girl, even if she's not. Yeah, totally. She can have a crush on him. Yeah, look at his hair; it's feathered. He is exactly what fourteen year old girls should have crushes on. Yes, just like safe, like probably asexual, no hard edges. <laughs> Just Very like a soft, puffy hair, puffy, puffy haired. He's like the Ryder Strong of. Who's Ryder Strong? Sean from Boy Meets World. Oh, he was very puffy hair in that show. Yes, but also he was like a fictional character on a TV show. I was making a big connection that was like kind of tough to make. So I was saying like you, having a crush on like a fictional character is as safe as having a crush on the guy who is Inspired. a nurse. At the yeah. hospital. Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. <laughs> but just then as untouchable. It turns out everyone's fictional in this story. So, like, yeah. it's very hard, hard for me to make Ugh. those connections. God. And honestly, we don't know for sure that Boy Meets World exists in the Buffyverse. We don't know what exists in the Buffyverse. <sighs> um. So, yeah, but she does tell him. Yeah. I mean, she tells him in her way. I does think- she say, I'm the key? I can't remember. Because he figures it, he knows before he becomes. She says, yeah, she does say she's the key. Well, she she finishes with that. She's like, she's like, I mean, that's that's not what I mean. I just mean that I didn't exist before, and um, I I was made. The monks made me. They turned me from energy into the, a human. So I guess she didn't say key, but still, he knows what's up. He knows. Also, what? Why are you bringing up the monks? To Ben again. Let's just make it so she's in, she has a crush on him. Yeah, great. Uh, can I just tell you about how much I hate how Don screams? When she says, get out, get out, get out, and it's like a shriek. She's like, get out, get out, get out! I think that's, but that's her. Ugh. I just, it seems too young. I I don't know. I feel like she seems 14. Mm. I just don't think that the shriek needs to be that high. I don't know. I Something about it rubs me the wrong way. I think it's, I think it's that you have a younger sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's that. 
I think it's that. I think you've got I think some if baggage. Gonna nail it down. I think <laughs> it's that. You're right. She does. It didn't feel like a bad actor choice. I guess is what I'm saying. But maybe you're right. They could have done another take, and maybe it would have been less irritating to the viewer. Yeah, I mean, but she. I guess she is. I just. Any sympathy I had for her was evaporated by that shirt. Yeah, I think that's sister problem. Yeah, this is sister problem. <laughs> because remember how she found out that her whole life was a lie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, true. Okay, then fine. And, that her, how you and that her sister and her mom had both been lying to her and that maybe they didn't even know what she was and she didn't know what she was and they were trying to placate her by being like, don't cut yourself. Yeah. And that everyone... No. Yeah. Remember that? Remember all those horrible things she was going through? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. She should have been careful about how she screamed. She shouldn't. She should have been so annoying with her screaming. Um, (laughs) uh, But. Oh, my God. I will say the Ben to Glory effect is. It was great because they do look alike, too. Yeah. So that helps. I didn't notice it. Like, you don't notice it until you see it. And then you're like, (gasps) oh, yeah. Until they do the transition. You're like, like, oh, damn. And I loved. I just I really like Glory. I really, really like her. Um, I like how easily she like trounces their asses. Yeah. I like how strong she is. I like how crazy she is. Mm -hmm. I like that she doesn't really like – she has like – she has weaknesses, but her interest is not like in messing with humans' problems. No, she wants her own Whereas like all of other big bads had like – were kind of like invested. Like they cared what Buffy thought about them or they cared mm-hmm. to, she does not care. She's mm-hmm. like, I gotta, I gotta do a thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy myself in the meantime. Like you guys are all just like, you guys are all just like background actors in my story. Yeah. And the only reason that she's annoyed or the only reason why she cares about the Slayer is because she thinks the Slayer is hiding her key. That's it. Yeah. Uh, is that Buffy's just an obstacle. Whereas like with other characters or mm-hmm. with other big bads in the past, they've definitely had stakes with Buffy personally. Yes. Not in this, man. Not in this. Um, So then Buffy kind of is like, Dawn, well, so yeah, they <laughs> teleport uh, Glory out into sp- like that is pretty funny. space and she falls down, which I, I loved seeing the comment. Yeah. That was really funny. Um, And Buffy... Basically reassures Dawn and says, like, you know, I I love you. You're my sister, which is real. Yeah. And then she mixes her blood with Dawn's blood, which I was like, blood-borne diseases. Buffy, don't do that. Just to cut your hand and I don't know. They do that in practical magic too. They do that in a lot of movies, and that just really scares me. It's how you become blood brothers. Ugh, I don't that's so bad. Wait, you don't want to? (laughs) I'm bleeding for you. Uh, yeah, you do not have a future in Foley. No. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Blood, blood. Oh, I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> um, I did think it was funny that Buffy was like, let's check the playground and the carousel for my 14-year-old sister. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Dawn did go to the playground. <laughs> she did. <laughs> but she's supposed to be 14. The she's playground? an eighth grader. She's in eighth grade. Why Can you imagine if you went to the carousel when you're in eighth grade? Yeah. I would, would not be caught dead. No. Oh, no. I'd be like, it's lame. So lame. <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good look. I stand by my assertion. <laughs> no, yeah. I I would have gone to like the mall or like the beach or like anywhere. Just like the street. 
I would have rather been walking in the street than at a carousel. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, Blood Ties is less a favorite. Checkpoint is one of my favorite episodes of the series, but then Blood Ties is like, all right. I mean, a lot of things move forward. It gets work done. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of now dealing with this change with Riley being gone. And I, now we have this reveal uh, that, well, I guess now everybody knows uh, everything that is known. Yeah. So I guess that's a thing. Um, Wait, but doesn't, doesn't Dawn forget? That's right. No, so, not everybody knows. So not everybody knows everything. So now we have again this. Or Dawn says she forgets, but we yeah, who knows? Who knows? But yeah, she says, uh, I don't know. Ben was there and then. Yeah. Lots of eyebrow work happening yeah. right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so these two episodes definitely have like a, an arc significance. Yeah. Big picture. I love Checkpoint. Um, I like that we kind of get a chance to re-solidify what the team is now mm-hmm. that Riley's gone and with these new players. Um, and I guess I'm glad that we got Dawn finding out done. Yeah. Boom. Cool. I'm more excited for what the rest of this season has in store than what happened at least in Blood Ties. Yeah. I mean, but there were knights versus trolls. <laughs> that was... That scene, if someone had walked in and it's seen me, well, I'd be like, I, I don't know what I'm watching. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's the wrong channel. I would have changed the channel and been like, I don't know what happened. I sat on the remote. <laughs> because honestly, it was like the worst day at the Renaissance Fair. It like, was like a bad or like the worst episode of Xena, Xena Warrior Princess. I was just going to say that. Like, yes. And there were good episodes of Xena Warrior yeah, Princess. Yeah, episodes. But this, this like, is like the worst one. Phoned in. Yeah. Did you ever watch Gallivant? No, but it keeps getting suggested to me. Yes, it's on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. I watched the first season. It's like a very quick watch. Um, did you like it? Um, I do like it. It's catchy. And Alan Menken did the music, which I didn't mm-hmm. realize. And all his songs were great. Uh, Giles plays Gallivant's dad. <gasps> He's not in that many episodes. but right. Cool, um, though. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to be more singing of him. Good. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, I'll watch it. Um, cool. Uh, do you have was, anything else to say about these episodes? I think we're out of my notes. Everyone's hair looked really good. I wrote a bunch of times. Yeah, everyone's hair looked really, really good. Oh, oh, there's one more fashion issue what? that I think we need to address. What? It's related to Willow. Do you remember? <sighs> she wore a sweater. Uh-huh. A sweater that said Cowboy City on it <laughs> and had an image of boots. <laughs> it may have been the single worst sweater. <laughs> She's worn some bad sweaters. She's worn Cowboy City, Kelly, mm-hmm. on a sweater. Not a sweatshirt. This was not a sweatshirt where like they printed Cowboy City on it. Stitched into a sweater. Cowboy City and boots. <sighs> For Willow. Who is the boho? Uh huh. Why Cowboy City? Unknown. She doesn't have any appreciation for cowboys. No. Or even city life. No. Never. I don't know that we've even seen her in cowboy boots before. 
Nope. But they chose Cowboy City. Cowboy City. With boots on it. You looked up the other episodes, right? Oh, <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I was, I was like going to keep talking about it until you said what the next episodes were. Uh, and with that, uh, we're letting you know that our next episodes are going to be uh, Blood Money and Happy Anniversary, uh, which are on, for our Tall, Dark, and Broody listeners. And after that, we'll be going circling back to uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Crush and I Was Made to Love You, which is a very interesting set of episodes. So, with that, see you. See you. Bye. Bye.